Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about the victim mind. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of traits out there that, you know, really are unique to being a victim. Um, people, you think, oh, you know, how does this happen to me? How did, you know, I end up being the one who's, you know, stuck with this bad lot in life? Well, you know what? It's what you present about yourself and who you are that ends up really affecting what happens to you. Mm-hmm. You know, people are always like, oh, you know, I'm always worried. I, I actually remember a story um, from one of the uh, Robert Kiyosaki, the rich dad, poor dad guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, I have a friend of mine and he always had that kind of I don't think he described it as the victim mentality, but he might have. But he always was like he was always worried he was going to lose his money. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he lost all his money. Right. And. I don't even, and I was like, well, I guess, I don't know. I don't know that I really see it. And he talked about, uh, you know, he go, he gives an example. Oh, his daughter was in a car crash and, and hurt somebody. And the guy ended up suing him and taking all his money. Mm -hmm. And of course that happened because he had the victim mind. And I'm like, really? I don't see the tie. Mm -hmm. But the more I look at things, I actually do. He just didn't go into detail right. to kind of build up how you get there, you know, and it just, mm-hmm. I didn't get there in my mind, you know, but that's, it's there. Um, yeah. You can really see these things play out. So, you know, I, um, I, I talked about last week, you know, about kidnapping and, and different things and, and how these things kind of happen. And I actually, uh, you know, did a lot of uh, training with, uh, 
sex trafficking and like that and people, you know, mm-hmm. being abducted and whatever. And there are very unique traits that people seek out. Now, obviously, anybody can be a victim. Anybody can be mugged in a dark alley. Anybody can, you know, be abducted and, and you know, mm-hmm. forced into slavery or anything can happen. But there's a ridiculously high percentage of people with specific traits that end up with these things happening to them. And it's because when the bad guys look at you, they're like, oh, that person's confident and not going to put up with shit. It's not going to be worth my effort because it's going to be too much work. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they look at you and they're like, oh, that's somebody I can control and dominate. Then they're going to, and it doesn't necessarily mean how big you are or whatever. It's just kind of how people walk, how, how they are, how their mind is and, and how you interact with other people. People can see it and read this in you. And, you know, they were talking about with the, uh, with, with sex trafficking, that 70% of the people who become victims of, of sex trafficking are people who were abused or whatever by a family member. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that when they seek out somebody, they can see the traits in you. And I am in no way suggesting that you're abused by a family member because you have these victim traits. I'm saying when horrible things like that happen to you, a lot of people develop these traits and then the bad people can kind of spot it. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, I don't expect a five-year-old to be one way right. or another. I expect, you know, but that's, you know, something you need to kind of be aware of. So I don't know. I wanted to talk about, you know, how that was. You know, it, there there's a lot of weird traits that you wouldn't think of as, you know, attributed to victims. Right. Um, you had a list? No, no. Oh. Go ahead. I had a list. You had a list. Oh, okay. So we can talk about that. Let me pull it up. Um, so, like, they talk about uh, the average victim, you know, like they say in a relationship, you know, people who end up in abusive relationships, they always say, well, you know, I can change them. Right. I can, you know, he, he didn't mean <clears throat> to do it. And if I just keep trying, if I love him enough, if I hang in there long enough, he'll come around to my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, I think the root of it is more they want to help other people right. and they want to change the world. Right. Like, and, I'm, and they think if they work hard wrong, enough. You can be the president and a strong, powerful leader and want to change the world, but that's just one aspect of it. So don't, right. don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's the... Yeah, I want to help everybody, but you actually end up getting to the point where you see other people as having more value than yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the martyr thing, because it's not, you know, I, I don't think, you know, the disciples who died for Christ mm-hmm. were, you know, had that victim mindset. That's not really where I'm going with this. Yeah, but it's a, it's a lot, you know, when you have... Um... You see people that have an alcoholic uh, spouse or yes. child, and they enable them. Right. It's kind of the same sort of uh, it's same exactly sort of thing. The same, you know, sort of thing. And it's you know, oh, those kids are bullied. I need to look out for them. Um, I, I was talking to a kid the other day, and the kid tells me, "Well, you know, 
I want to go look at this college that's in a bad neighborhood, but I, I don't want my mom to go with me because, well, I wouldn't want her to get hurt. Right. Well, yeah, but what about you? You know, and that's, that's I guess, kind of where I'm going with this. Like another story I think of, um, and again, this is, you know, a, a story uh, I actually heard from somebody who it actually happened to. And they were talking about, you know, the sex trafficking and like that and, and getting caught in a bad situation. And young girl, like 13 years old, and her friend brings her in somewhere and is like, well, you know, you need to go in that back bedroom and stay there at this party. Mm-hmm. And she looks around and, and she sees people with all kinds of stacks of cash and and different things like that. And she's like, well, wait a minute. Um, you know, I, I feel like maybe they're going to be doing drugs and she probably thinks they're going to be dealing drugs and doesn't want me to see that I need to stay and protect her. Right. My friend. And instead of it never once occurs to this person, Hey, she's sending me into the back room cause they're going to come in the back room and do bad things to me. Mm-hmm. Not once does the fear for your own self come into play, but instead you're just worried about protecting others and I'm not going to let that happen and I'm tough and whatever. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, and that's a weird, like that's not what I would have thought of as a a trait of a victim, but it's always there. Right. You kind of, you see it over and over again, you know? Let it happen to me so it doesn't happen to somebody else. And, And that's, you know, one of the things that they do that a lot of the, uh, the trafficking guys They'll say, well, you know, if you don't come with me willingly, I'm going to abduct your sister. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't want it to happen to her. And they're like, well, you know, that makes sense. I, you know, better me than her instead of, hey, let me go to an adult and I'm going to stop this from happening to anybody. Right. You know, and it just, you know, or, or I'm going to come back and get your mom and you won't be able to stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, and this weird and you would think like, hey, that wouldn't work on me and whatever. And, and it probably wouldn't. But that's the thing. That's the victim mind. That's, right. you know, one of the traits. Um, next thing I, I have on my list, um, you know, they're easily influenced by others. And I think that's just you're constantly seeking the approval of others. I mean, a lot of this comes back to the self-worth, you know, thinking you have value. Um mm-hmm. You know, that's or, that's or don't have value or yeah, that's sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you know, mm-hmm. you get out of it by, by valuing yourself. Um, a lot of that, you know, I'm big on, you know, I've mentioned Ayn Rand and Atlas shrugged and, and that, that whole mindset of, you know, when you make decisions and choice, that's what gives you value. The more you're an individual, the more you matter and the more you have value. And a lot of people get into that whole kind of, socialist group think of well the greater good the community the planet the all these things that are so much bigger than us and that doesn't mean i want to go pour gas on the ground or whatever and i don't care you can you can fertilize your lawn with used motor oil though yeah that works out yeah oh see that's a prepper thing right there (laughs) prepper tip 105 105 i'm not sure that's (laughs) advice that i'm gonna follow actually I'm not necessarily going to go home and dump some motor oil on my yard, but mm-hmm. you know, if you want to do it, all right, I'll yeah. trust you. I'm going to tell yeah. the EPA where you live. <laughs> I'm saying, but uh, 
no, that's, you know, you don't want to uh, put other things above yourself. And I'm not saying have a big ego, be crazy, you know, but I'm also saying, you know what, realize you have value. You're, you know, the person that matters. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people, you know, kind of want to be rescued, but like I was just saying, they also want to rescue others. You know, they, they want to go and, you know, whatever. I don't know. I, I kind of like helping other people, but I also am pretty freaking arrogant and cocky on my own. I don't know if you guys ever noticed that, but you know, that kind of thing happens. Um, they always seem to have, uh, a lot of shame and self doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, another, you know, attribute I've seen is, you know, kids who are really talented at sports and they go in and they just dominate on the field. And some are just, cocky and great some are just know their place and are at the right place and then there's other people who go out and dominate and they're like yeah but anybody can do it Mm -hmm. and you know what that's not necessarily true right you know anybody can't just go out and you know with the amount of practice and effort that you might be able to get away with Mm -hmm. go out and do that or get the same grades that you get with the same amount of effort you put in Mm -hmm. you know people are different we're all individuals Right. And that's a good thing. You know, I mean, some of us, I mean, yeah, we'd all like to be, you know, I date myself. You won't know. But like there's this hunk golden movie way back on HBO a million years ago. I don't know. We can't all be him. Yeah. So, um, all right. We'll say we can't all be Thor. Right. Thor's the the cool, handsome guy that Mm -hmm. women want. We can't all be that. But. We all, you know, aren't going to be the smart guy. But you know what? The combination of what we are, accepting what we are, and then kicking ass with it, that's what makes us awesome, you know? And that's what makes life a challenge. You know, obviously, there's people that are smarter than me. There's obviously people more fit, more athletic, more, you know, a lot of things. But that's not the point. The point is taking what you got and dominating. And I think, you know, that's what gets you out of this. Yeah. It's that self-doubt. Um, shyness, lack of confidence. Um, and then, you know, believe it or not, one of the things is lack of motivation. Um, you know, and these are the things that the bad guys are looking for, you know, that's what they prey on. And you wouldn't think it would be so easy to spot, but as you like, think about these attributes, kind of notice it in society. And it was funny cause I, I had a certain person in mind when I was learning about all this stuff that I was just kind of, you know, checking these things off as I'm going Mm -hmm. and just everything kind of fell in like exact, you know, phrases and, you know, things like saying, well, if you took, you hurt my sister, you know, and I've heard the same things come out of people's mouth and all these kind of fit together, you know, and it's kind of crazy how like eerily, you know, in sync they are. Right. And that kind of, you know, kind of made me really think about this a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I came home and, you know, I started thinking about these things and they're going through my head. Um, You had something you were going to share? Oh, yeah. Well, I was just going to talk about, um, you know, basically uh, keeping your kids safe. All right. So, yeah. So I just talked about, all right, this is what's putting our kid at risk. Mm -hmm. Now, how you change your kid's attitude that's not that's so a little easy. beyond me. That's mm. beyond the scope here, but you have some uh, suggestions. Yep. All right. So, I mean, you, you basically want to educate your child 
on him not to get in bad situations to begin okay. with. Okay, I like that. Uh, it's not so easy to do, um, but there's a lot of little things that you can do. Um, so, you know, start with uh, what you do at home. Kids don't really have the um, the the knowledge to decide, you know, when it's okay and not okay to open a door for a stranger if they're home alone. You know, maybe it's uh, just a neighbor. Maybe it's, you know, somebody with uh, bad intentions. But you need to, you know, make your kids aware that the doors stay locked and they're not, not answering the door until they're a certain age. Um, when you're when you're out with your kids, mm-hmm. you want to teach them to, uh, you know, stay close close by. Okay. Uh, kids get scared quickly. They do. You know, especially lost kids. And you need to, you know, teach them, the, you know, their instincts are to go running, looking for, yeah. for dad and mom. You need to teach them to, you know, stay there, stay put. And, uh, you know, where's the last time you saw them? Stay right there. Because nope. dad and mom is going to come back for you. You know, they're not shitty. You know, I, well, I've left I've left a few of my children at... dirt. You know, yeah, I've, I, yeah. I've, I've left a few children at malls when I got sick of their shit. Um, you need to teach them how to uh, call for help when it's, you know. Okay, when uh, it's appropriate. When it's appropriate. And that's the thing. Not, they need you know. to really trust that they can come to you. Right. With anything. And I hate to say it, you're going to have to have some uncomfortable conversations with your kids. Right. And, I mean, that's the thing. You know, I there was another story that a kid who didn't seem to have these negative victim traits, um, just ended up at a party, got, um, you know, got drugged, bad things happened. Mm -hmm. And instead of going back to the family, it's like, Oh, I'm going to go back where the bad things happened. Cause they already know me there. I don't have to tell my parents. These people already know what happened to me and they're going to get me. And you're like, well, that's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, trauma doesn't act rationally. You right. know, it, it, it's unique. And, and people, so, but I think if you talk through these things, like nobody wants to talk to you, your kids about rape or, mm-hmm. you know, any of these horrible things. But, and it's not just, oh, make sure nobody puts a drug in your drink. Right. Well, it's be in control of yourself as far as, Hey, you know, I'm not going to drink my, leave my drink unattended. Right. I'm not going to, you know, but I'm also not going to put myself at a party where bad things are happening and I don't know everyone there. Right. You know, it's one thing you're five friends from school and you hang out all the time. You know, these people, mm-hmm. and their kids are going to go drink and smoke cigarettes, whatever things happen. I understand, but you need a level of being on guard. Right. You know, and that is a, a big thing though. If, if, you know, you tell your kid to trust their instincts and, and, you know, take off when shit gets, gets weird, then they need to know that they can come and talk to you and, and tell you about you. what right. happened and, and that you're not going to be angry at them for, for what happens for, around them or right. whatever. Right. I know, um, you know, sometimes the best situation is just, just take off. I know my kids got, uh, got good inst- instincts with that. I was, uh, living at a cabin. Is that why he doesn't come to my house farm. anymore? Yeah, no, he doesn't trust you. Okay. And, right, uh, but go on. And uh, I was putting in trim, and I had one of those um, air compressors. Okay. With a nail gun. And I stopped, made dinner, and I forgot to turn the compressor off. Okay. And slowly it was leaking out, and it kicked on. The compressor kicked on, 
and I turned around and looked back at the compressor, and then I looked over where my son was sitting. He wasn't there anymore. It was just an open door, man. He was just running down the street. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't going to wait wait around and find out what that was. Nice. Now, um, yeah, as far as teaching your kids about, you know, calling for help, uh, you know, calling 911, that sort of thing, you need to teach them as soon as possible, you know, their name, their address, um, you know, and to stay on the line with the with the 911 operator and, yeah. uh, you know, wait till the police get there and they say that it's okay to open the door. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of a lot of that has to do with actually talking to your kids, Ooh. which is really, a you know, a lot of people really, really Not hate easy. it, you know, but. You know, it's it's something about a now, open line of communication. Have their cell phone in their hand and they're texting, or no? Slap that shit out of their hand. Yeah, Who no. pays for it? If if they're old enough to pay for their own cell phone, they can do whatever they want with it. All right. Slap that shit out of their hand so fast. <sighs> <laughs> I think there's a little hostility here. Yeah, no, nah, I got a little bit of that from my kid, man. He's going through a crisis right now because I turned the internet off in the house. He actually had to go outside. The past couple days. He was blinded by the sun. Yeah, it's like traumatic for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds right. Now, if you're you're out and you come across a kid that's lost, a little kid, um, you know, there's ways to help him appropriately and ways ways to uh, not do that. You know, one of the things you want to do when you first come across a kid is you want to get down at their level, you know, so you're not imposing and scary to them. And find out whether or not there actually is a problem, you know, if they need help. Mm-hmm. Tell them you're going to stay with them and help them. Get as much information as you can from the kids. You know, their name, their parents' name, what their parents were wearing, parents' phone number. Um, then you got to get a hold of uh, police security staff, somebody like that, you know, store staff. Um you might want to flag down a woman if you're you're just a dude by yourself because right. people will give you dirty looks if you're if you're talking to a strange child. That's true. Um, Women somehow. And then you basically you want to stay in the same spot with the kid, and make sure the kid doesn't wander off, and make sure uh, you know the 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 kid isn't left by himself. So that's uh that's basically the you know basic run in with uh with lost child. Now. As adults and as people that are um, interested in, uh, you know, looking out for everybody else around them, it's important that you keep uh, aware of these sorts of things, you know? Keep aware of um, your children's behavior. You know, if they start doing shit like uh, sleeping all the time or insomnia or eating more than they normally do or less frequently than they do, these are all signs that you need to watch out for because, you know, they won't necessarily tell you if something's wrong. Right. You have to you have to read into their personality a little bit. And if you don't ever pay attention to your kid, you're not going to see those things. Yeah. No, that's it. I mean, you really do have to watch to recognize, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. And, yeah, talking yeah. to your kids, it's not easy. Yep. And, uh, you know, not even necessarily just your own kids, but, uh, you know, neighbor's kids and, you know, the kids up the street and your kids' friends. To be involved. Yep. No, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. All right. So now I wanted to segue a little bit, a little pivot. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, you know, if the American population, I kind of feel like in a way we're acting like victims, like when, as far as our politicians are uh-huh. out there. 
Um, I feel like we're kind of have a lot of those same attributes. I feel like a huge percentage of the voting population are where they're dependent on others. They're not able to provide and take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, and they just don't have the confidence. Yeah. That's the thing is I think, I guess where I go with this is the more you provide for yourself, the more you take care of your own things, you have your own health care, you teach your kids, you, you know, you, um, you bring home the money, you know, you're the man, you bring home the bacon, you know, I provide right. for my family. The more you do that, the more confidence and self-worth you have in you as the individual, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I think when we get away from these things, when you're on the food stamps, when you're, uh, you know, your your healthcare, you have no choice in it. You're just kind of told what you have to do and whatever. Um, you can only go to certain doctors. You can't even pick and choose. Each one of these things takes away a little bit of your individual, you know, self-reliance. Right. You know, and you just feel like, oh, I'm not in control anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you start to feel and be conditioned like a victim. Right. Because um, you're, you're not in the power. You know, mm -hmm. you don't make the decisions for yourself. You can't say, hey, my kid's not going to learn about gay marriage mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. I, I don't care about gay marriage, but that's you it's your can't choice as a parent. What's happening to your kid? Right. You know, or I don't want my kid to learn about condoms in school, mm -hmm. you know, or, or whatever. Now, honestly, if you're not teaching about your kid about all that stuff and values somebody and should. what happens, somebody should. And there's a lot of parents that aren't, and I don't want to pay for a bunch of babies that, mm -hmm. you know, because nobody talked to these kids. That's not the point. My point is, if you're not in control, you lose a little bit of your dignity and you kind of start to develop more and more of that victim mind. And that's kind of how socialism and, and communism and these things take over is the greater good. You know, if just everybody needs help. You know, mm -hmm. if there's so many people out there, all these starving kids in America and, and refugees and veterans and all these people that need help and you need to separate your, you from your wallet a little bit mm -hmm. and give a little bit more, you're kind of going with that victim mindset of, well, you know, other people, their lives have value, but you may not even be taking care of your own self. You know, when we're worried about all these people having health care, well, what do you have left to take care of your family? Mm -hmm. Can you afford health care? Can you afford all this stuff on your own? Or are you just left with what they're giving you? Right. And the cycle just kind of builds on itself. You mm -hmm. know, it kind of gets away from you where, all right, you know, I, I'm giving a little bit to help, you know, those less fortunate. And, you know, then I'm going to get some back. But, you know, then it just more and more. Um, mm -hmm. Well, you know, all kids should be able to go to college. And, you know, it's only fair that we pay for every kid. Well, all right. But now the government decides, all right, where are you going to go to school? And I, I feel like I know I've told you guys this and kind of got in this loop a little bit before. But it's that idea that that's what a victim is, you know, mm -hmm. is somebody who, well. Who allows people to make decisions for them. People, exactly. And mm -hmm. then you're not in control. You know, one of the things that, that I learned about back to the trafficking, mm -hmm. they said, you know, they would try and, you know, well, why don't they just get away? Why don't they just run away when they, you know, are off doing their thing or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But you're so afraid 
of, you know, the power and the force, you know, the way they try and crack down on everything. You know, Hitler was actually big on this and, and the kind of manipulating people into that mm-hmm. victim mind. Um, I wish I had actually done a little more of my research on that because I've mm-hmm. read books and I had it all, you know, right at my fingertips. But, you know, things he used to do with the Jews is they would, you know, in the kindergartens and stuff, they would call them pigs and, and play animal games and the Jews would all be pigs and, mm-hmm. you know, all this weird twisted stuff, you know, and, and uh, he's actually one of the ones who came up with that whole zero tolerance with guns and like that. And he used to do where, you know, if somebody had a gun, well, you don't just arrest them, you arrest their whole family because they all must have known and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it made it so that if you knew your neighbor was doing something wrong, you felt like you had to report it because you didn't want to get caught up right? in that whole, you know, loop of they're just going to arrest everybody. And it made people so terrified that you actually despised somebody who would have a gun mm-hmm. because how dare they put you at risk, right? you know, and you began to hate instead of the individual that isn't doing anything against the, you know, laws of nature mm-hmm. instead, you know, Hitler, who's, you know, enslaving people, putting people in prison, having people, you know, sent off to camps and murdered. These people are victims and you're allowing it because you kind of get twisted yeah. and pushed in. You don't want to be, you don't want to be, you don't want it to be you. Right. But you're, it, it just builds, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what's so creepy and, and messed up about it is it, it builds and builds. And I feel like, you know, our politicians, you got to look at it like I, I think I heard Rush say, you know, Rush Limbaugh on, on his radio show. He had uh, he was talking about, you know, there's three trillion dollars in the budget mm-hmm. and the, all those politicians just want to be able to control their piece of that three trillion dollars. Right. They just want power, you know, to their friends, to the mm-hmm. whatever. If I can give my friends, you know, their project that's this. Mm-hmm. then they're going to respect me and like me more and, and that's mm-hmm. going to be better for me. Right. And they all promise us whatever we want to hear, but we keep voting for them and they never deliver right. what we want. You know, it's the, same. the Republicans were like, oh, oh my gosh, you know, Obamacare, it's so horrible. We hate it. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to rewrite it and give you the exact same thing. Right. And you're like, Wait, that's yeah, not... We're going to ch- move this decimal point over here and this decimal point over and, here, and know, now it's going to well, be you okay. you know, the people really needed it, but they swore up and down. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take care of you. Right. And we just keep going. Oh, well, you know, what else am I going to do? I'm the victim, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I don't have control over it. But, you know, the more we become self-reliant mm-hmm. and take control of our lives... I mean, that's kind of how it all ties into, you know, the survival badass, right? Right. So it's, you know, the more I can take control of my own life and choose my own destiny, the more I'm not going to become a victim. And the more you can provide for your family, the more you can take care of your own medical needs. I mean, obviously, you're not going to take tumors out of your lungs or whatever, but every step you can take to be more self-reliant. Anything you can teach your kids, right. your family to take care of themselves right. is one more all step that, to keeping you from yeah. becoming all a victim. That, all that stuff does is put take the power out of somebody else's hands and puts it in your hands. You know, you can run off into the woods and it'll be okay. Whereas, you know, you always have one more option. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying running away is the option. 
I'm saying empower your kids, empower yourself, empower your wife, your family, mm-hmm. and you know, really get into that. I can take care of me. And the more I thought about it, I was even like, you know, ever since Obama and a lot of this, America's posture in the world, the way America acts has been like a victim mm-hmm. for the last 10 years. You know, we really have been, you know, on the uh, on the defensive. Oh, well, you know, are you guys going to be OK if we do this? You know, is that going to hurt anybody's feelings? You know, we really want to go in and do this. But, you know, I don't think I think that might upset people and mm-hmm. people will look at America badly if we do it that way. And we've had that posture. And that's why, you know, the enemy is just really, you know, pouncing on us. And that's why we've been getting hammered. And sure as hell, Europe's been that way. Yep. You know, Europe's had that victim mind. You know, Europe presents itself as let me worry about everybody else. And not take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing with this whole refugee thing and whatever. Let me take care of everybody else because they come first. And it doesn't matter if some of us get killed because, you know, the greater good. You know, right. you got to think about everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's not about everybody. You got to take care of yourself first and then you can help others. And I think that's, you know, really what I wanted to get out tonight is, you know, just really kind of get everybody in that idea of, don't be a victim. Dominate the world, you know? Right. You need to, you know, and it doesn't matter what you want out of life. I'm just saying whatever you want, set yourself up to take it and don't let other people make decisions for you. Mm-hmm. And that's where things go wrong is when you let the world decide for you right. what your life's going to be. Mm-hmm. You need to command your own destiny. And that's a new idea since America, you know? That wasn't always the way. Very few yeah. people thought like that. Now, I think I just had one more thing to touch on. I was just thinking about way back when I was in uh, Kosovo. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we came across this tugboat and it had all these refugees. And it's back to that, you know, victim mind, right? So all these refugees paid money. They're so desperate for freedom because they can't take control of their lives. For whatever reason, you know, because armies are coming in and people are dominating their villages and mm-hmm. whatever, you know. But you kind of get forced into this. I'm so desperate, I'll do anything. Mm. So they all load up onto this tugboat. And they come out in the middle of the ocean and all the engines seize up. And it just stops working. They call the uh, Italian Coast Guard and they're putting out maydays, whatever. And, you know, the Navy ship I'm on, we're nearby. And we go over and we end up, you know, fixing some motors and kind of helping them limp along till the Italians can get there and, and take care of them. But I guess this is happening a lot right now coming out of Africa. These people are so desperate to get mm-hmm. out of Nigeria and, and all these countries, Sudan, um, all these places that they'll do anything. And they're loading these people up on these boats with just, you know, the boats are are not even seaworthy in any way. Mm. They're handing them a satellite telephone and, you know, here, as soon as you run out of gas, call the Coast Guard and tell them to come get you. Right. You know, and that's, don't put yourself where you're in a position that you're so desperate. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, well, you know, these people couldn't take control and, you know, life happened to them. Yeah. 
Don't. Yes and no. Don't but don't let, let it happen, happen to you. you. Yeah. You know, you take control of life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's it. Now, I understand that I did see in this week that there was a new badass out there. Yeah, Canadian this time. Canadian. Now, is that even possible? Badass Canadian? Hey, man, they've been rocking those Mounties for years, man. All right. All right. So, sniper in Iraq. Mm-hmm. 2.2 mile kill shot. Yeah. And that's it's pretty impressive. The previous record was 1.5. Mm-hmm. Right? 1.5, yeah. So to 2.2, that's a big 2. leap. 2.2 miles is a long way. Now, mind you, 50 cal, and it probably said, sorry, eh? Or something <laughs> yep. like that on the bullet, but you know, 2.2 miles, that's a badass. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think they released a name yet. Maybe they did. Maybe I'm an idiot, but I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't see one either. Um, But badass and hats off to you is what I say. And hats off to the guy Spotter, right? Yeah. You know, these two guys, they're a team. They both have their place. And uh, mm-hmm. to pull that off, that's pretty badass. So cool on you. Um, I did see there's some new iTunes reviews. You guys keep those coming. Love it. Um, Patreon. You guys enjoying the show? You might want to head over to Patreon. Show us a little love. A dollar, two dollars a month. Be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, if everybody who listens to this podcast gave us a dollar, me and Kevin would be pretty happy. I quit my job, I tell you that. I don't know if we'd quit our job. but <laughs> There aren't know, that many people listening. There aren't that many people. But, you know, it's a start in the right direction. So, you know, hey, a dollar helps. Two dollars only half as many people need to do it. That's right. So, you know, and hey, you want to send 25? You want to send 50? I'm not stopping you. Mm-hmm. Who am I to judge? You know, take charge of what you want. You want to learn how to take care of your family? You need to support the prepping badass, right? That's right. But also don't throw away your money if that's, you know, if you need your money to feed your family, remember that comes first. That's right. I'm just putting that out there. Now, if you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, contact us by email. Email? What's at the email? Preppingbadass at gmail.com. All right. Um, you know, give us a shout if you got any uh, show ideas, any uh, comments, anything uh, anything interesting like that. Definitely. Uh, you know, don't be afraid if there's something you don't want to hear. You you know, you're like, you know what, Chuck? I'm tired of we your political yet yet chit chat. We did get a bad review because uh, we mentioned Vaseline, and apparently Vaseline Vaseline's is offensive to some See? people. So now we only mention it like half the time, right? So, you know, you guys, we listen to your comments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we throw them in the can. Yeah. Sometimes we take them to heart. We read them for the I don't most know part. How much we, we just listen. throw them in the can, but you know, whatever. So. PreppingBadass.com. Otherwise, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week.